night, everyone. Welcome to Cameron Live. And we're here Friday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. on BBS Radio and of all iHeart Radio. So you can get us. Soon you'll be able to get all our casts, our, our podcasts and everything on, on iHeart Radio. So anyway, I want to welcome to the forum area, and she's a great guest host, Bernadette DiGabriel. How are you? I am wonderful tonight. How are you, Cameron? I'm doing good. And then they said, Bernadette DiGabriel, she teaches life, she's a life coach uh, lady, and she's in Austin, Texas. In fact, we were just talking about me getting over there, getting my butt over and, and going to the next one, which will be pretty soon. And yeah. she'll, she'll tell us the audience all about it. Anyway, today is Friday night. You know, Friday is a big news day, and I'll just give a few headlines. You know, uh, uh, Trump was on, Donald Trump, the Presidente, said that U.S. was cocked and loaded to hit Iran targets, okay? So in other words, we didn't hit the targets. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, Mr. Trump said uh, 10 minutes before strikes were on Iran, he, he changed his mind over 150 potential casualties. First of all, it wouldn't have been 150. He'd say like 1,000 casualties, and it would have really wouldn't be good for the U.S. and its allies. I don't think it would have been a good idea if they would have done it. Now, the second news, Trump today threatened a reporter with prison over photo. Well, what happened was a uh, prisoner wanted a photo of Kim, you know, the Korean leader, North Korean leader, well, mm-hmm. Trump threatened him that if he got a hold of that photo, he was going to put him in jail. So we never really? had a president that crazy like that. So so the reporter is going to be on tomorrow, I think on CNN, to explain his story. But it's rather crazy because aren't we like a country that likes liberty and, and justice and peace and, yeah. and freedom, freedom of the press, something like that? And, yeah, uh, don't you believe that? I just this is what I always thought. <laughs> yes, but you see, this is this is one of those final um, attempts for duality, right? And you know what Trump is really doing is actually a benefit to all of us because it's helping us all to awaken much faster. You know, well, that's it's bringing true. awareness to areas in life that we have grown complacent. And right. that is super important for where we're going as a right. collective. So, you know, Trump can say all the stupid stuff he wants to, but what he's not really realizing <clears throat> is that he's really creating a platform for us, for the, for the people, <laughs> to make right. some significant Definitely. changes. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree with you because... because he, he's all over the lunacy he does, awakens people. As long as he awakens people and we don't reelect him next next round, then it's worth anything he says. <clears throat> you know? Exactly. That's how I feel about anything it. Anything you so. see says, we get rid of him. Now, you heard about Canada today. The Canada was the first G20 country to ban shark fin trade. And why that's so important is that the country is the largest importer of shark fin outside of Asia and bringing in 148,000 kilos in 2018. That would, that would halt wow. shark fin trade. Now Canada announced it today. Wow. <laughs> now, other news, uh, death row uh, convict thrown out over racial bias. The justices ruled that African-American jurors were improperly removed from selection. So that, that's been all over the news today in the South. So you can see a lot of cases thrown out. And these are like 30, 40, 50-year-old cases thrown out, which is good. And Cardi B, the famous singer and, and actress and whatever she is, performer, charged with stri- strip club assault. Anyway, uh, Cardi B... Uh, from back east, she, U.S. Uh, rapper, charged on multiple counts of assault for her alleged role in a New York bar brawl last year. So, you know, they, they get a little crazy. 
They get a little publicity, they get a little crazy. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah but she, know, but she, show me somebody but, who's kept their cool for <clears throat> their whole entire life and never slipped that's up. That's true. On. Yeah, and, and I think, <laughs> you know? yeah, oh, I agree with you. Cardi B, what happened is, as she got famous, she became a different person. Oh, all along she got in trouble. She had court cases. So, believe me, it's better not to be in the law, in front of the law. It's good to be back of the law. And then, you know, Florida Town paid 600000 a virus ransom. So, uh, compu- uh, computers for uh, Riviera Beach Hotel uh, have been locked up for nearly three weeks following this attack. So there are people out there that will do a cyber attack on the hotels, credit cards, anything to do mm-hmm. with business that goes on. Mm-hmm. And one other thing we wanted to uh, talk about was Joe Biden this week refused to apologize in a race ro- race row. <coughs> Excuse me. Had a cold this week. Excuse me, guys. Anyway, Joe Biden today refused to apologize to what happened in the past. So a lot, he's getting a lot of flack for it. And you know what? Uh, what happened in the past was the past. And you if know, he's willing to forgive and forget, let's move, fo- let's move forward, right? Yeah. And, and, two, do you really want an apology that's not heartfelt? I mean, that's true. That no, that you're right. defeat the purpose. So, no, you know, right. why? It's like trying to force blood out of a stone. <laughs> right, right. No, that Why? True. Why would you try to do that? <laughs> well, people, well, you know, it's interesting you say that, is that this country is the most forgiving country in the world. But when some, uh, you know, some issues come up, then they go back to things that were done 40 years ago. 40 years ago is gone. Let, let's move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. And then, yeah. you know, um, what other thing was going on in, in the world today? So we give you all the news and updates. Um, uh, Trump today also dismissed rape allegation as fiction. So that's going to be on the news in the beginning of the week. A rape Crazy allegation story. against him? It probably against him, probably. But, you know, it's all these fake news, but it's about him. Uh, everyone else is real news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy stuff. And other things, uh, Danny's going to give us an update on some UFO news that has been happening. And uh, and then, um, what's his name, uh, Trump insulted Biden by calling him a dummy and calling him a loser. <laughs> so what kind of change? It's going to be a- I think he's the one that really needs to apologize. <laughs> oh, Ooh, Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah, the wife says, the wife said he, he's, uh, he's for people that have equal rights and he's not racist. Baloney, hmm. baloney, baloney. Anyway, so that's what's going on there. Yeah, that's, then, that's, that's the most um, contradictory statement <laughs> I've heard in a minute. Yeah, oh, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And uh, also, uh, we have some news about Bruce Springsteen. The boss beat out Madonna outside of sell Madonna's X uh, album to claim first place this week's UK countdown, and Bruce Springsteen is come out with some great work, you know. And yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. that, that's that's been in the news, and I haven't seen the Elton John movie, so I can't comment. And uh, anyway, that's about it. So we will give you up to date what's going on, and in Los Angeles as well as Austin, <coughs> and all over, all over the globe. <clears throat> if I could, if I could, if I could talk. Now, uh, <laughs> anyway, you're gonna have you're gonna have a seminar coming up. Maybe you want to tell the people when it is and what's the availability. Yes, um, it is July twentieth. It's okay, gonna be here in up. Austin. Yes, it's gonna be downtown, and um, the venue is um, a smaller venue. Okay. But yeah, so um you can you can hit me up on social media, Bernadette D. Gabrielle, either on Facebook or on Instagram. Um okay. and I will be happy to forward you all of the information. 
It's going to be really exciting. We had a great time last time we had our workshop, and it was just really a beautiful weekend. So we are very excited to um, to have the second round here. So. Well, that's nice. Anyway, well, you're doing now it. is the time to sign up, y'all. So do it. Yes, it. And how many openings are there right now? Uh, fifty. Fifty. Okay, you heard that. The big five zero. So big five zero. So the big five zero. If someone wants to sign up, please get in, in contact with Bernadette de Gabriel, and you can go. It'll be marvelous. I'm going to be, as she knows, I'm going to go out of that time because. I'll be busy doing the. I'm gonna be doing the Sedona thing soon, so we'll we'll be going all over and traveling. But mm-hmm. I want to let everyone know about that. Also, um, issues for tonight is, um, you know, because we want to hit some of what's going on in the news is forgiveness. When do you forgive a past uh, thing? When do you forgive? Is there a time frame? Is there a mechanism well. in the mind, in the heart. When do you forgive someone? And that's that's a good that's a good thing. It really is because it's it's a huge part of um, awareness and soul evolution. Right. Because you know, and and this is probably redundant for some and a little cliche, but the the one unforgiveness really hurts more is the right. individual who holds on to it. Forgiveness really isn't for the other person. It's for ourselves to be able to process and release whatever the experience was that was harmful or hurtful to ourselves. What we right. have to remember is that when we, when we have an experience that's, that's hurtful, it's very easy to take offense to that and, you know, um, create hostility, bitterness, and all those negative emotions that go along with it towards the other person. But in reality, what is happening is what we have done on a soul level is we have contracted with that other soul to create that duality in our life, to create that experience so that both of us, both the victim and and the assailant or whatever the term is, the assailant, um learn something from each other. So oh, the victim oh, yeah. and the victimizer, they've, they've contracted with each other for the experience in order for their soul to grow and and contribute to the, the collective, the collective oversoul. So it's really a positive thing. And one way to look at it is that, you know, we are all actors and actresses in this huge, amazing stage. And these amazing experiences that we go through that contribute to the collective help each one of us, of the other ones of us, to be able to bypass such experience, right? Because all we need to do is tap into the collective and we can download that information, right? That's true. And not have to go through it. So it's really a beautiful, positive thing. Forgiveness is a huge part of processing through that hurt because we're still human, so we're still going to have the emotions that's attached to it. But seeing it and viewing it from the perspective of we're actually helping the whole and then forgiving so that we can actually bring ourselves back to a place of balance and peace is, right, it's a beautiful, beautiful aspect that we get to also contribute to ourselves and to the whole. There's no time frame on it. There is no time frame. The time frame is really how long you want to hold on to (laughs) whatever it is that you're holding on to. Right. Remembering with with the knowledge and the understanding that you are really deteriorating your own inside Uh by holding on to it. So... But but it's interesting what you're saying, you know. Uh, one other thing I was going to mention, anyone watching the World Cup, the World Cup soccer, well, tonight and we're going to give you a, a quick sports, uh, what do they say in, in American sports, we say we'll give you a quick update. But the U.S. women's team, have you watched 
the ladies' soccer? A little bit. They kicked some serious butt the other day. Oh, I yeah. Mean, they were, they my played God, Sweden. What was it, like 10 to nothing? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I lost track. Oh, yeah. They were, they were killing them. <laughs> and we were, what we're going to do, we're going to give you an update right now. Uh, believe it or not, England uh, is, is out of the of the World Cup because they were they were beating let's see, Cameroon to face England in, in the last sixteen injury time winner over New Zealand. That's news because Cam, Cameroon wins. Is good, but they have not won that much in, pre- in you know previous years. And then Egypt beat Zimbabwe, and then uh, God uh, Uruguay uh, beat Japan. So all these all these stories coming in, and you know, enjoy the World Cup because World Cup comes every four years, and especially the Women's World Cup we were talking about. And Alex Morgan talks about being a U.S. USA uh, World Cup. And she was excited. They had an exciting World Cup against Sweden. And I think the U.S. plays on Sunday or Monday is their next match. So, you know, if you want to watch something good, say USA, USA. Uh, it's, com- it's coming support up. Support our country. Yeah, I know. Support USA. And we're going to give you a quick synopsis because we, we're getting all the reports from Europe right now. Because, you know, the, the game's going to be pretty soon. It's morning going to be in... In Paris, France. Ooh. <coughs> Excuse my my horrible, horrible cough. Anyway, uh, they they said Germany is going to let's see. I'll tell you, I'll give you the matches. Germany is going to uh, face Nigeria, and Norway is going to face Australia. Isn't Ooh. that interesting? That's going to be interesting. And then, and then they said in the World Cup, France is. Danny Cruz. Hey, guys. Hi, Hi Danny. Hi, Danny. How are you? Hi, Bernadette. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Hi, Cameron. Hey, Danny. Welcome aboard. Thank uh, you. I'm going to give you some news that it was in a one of these uh, you know rag rag papers, but it's true because it was about the UFO going into army bases, and it was really interesting because. There's been a lot of things been going on the last couple of weeks that you probably heard about it on the news, and the government doesn't know what to do because of the problem, you know. But what they're finding out is, is if they don't work on any weapons, they don't have a problem. But when they work on weapons, they have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Right. Yes, yeah, it's, like it's like being a government contractor for a. Um, the company that I work for, I'm going to be applying to Lockheed Martin as a, uh, another government contractor taking up their weapons for uh, unsolicited proposals and funding from the broad agency announcements pretty soon. I'm going to really? put my resume in. Yeah, and I was just thinking about these weapons. I took up the, the oldest and newest weapon of its kind to prevent near-Earth object impacts with Deep Space Particle Accelerator Corporation. So I've taken up the grandest of all weapons to the government the military um, has ever seen and uh, – it's the top secret flying saucer technology that powers that technology that I was uh, licensing. So well, the government. Lance, well, Danny, maybe you want to answer yes. the question. Why are we seeing too, so much UFO technology going to the Army bases? Well, Why I think they... it's really kept at the Air Force. Um, I think yeah. it's more kept in the Air Force, Edwards Air Force Base in Area 51, where these things don't exist. You know, Area 51 didn't exist for a long time and for the and they've had these flying saucers since the seventies. Right. That's true. So before you know, they were categorized as non existent because they're part of a fully operational Skunk Works Area fifty one program. Uh, and right. that was that that information has been disclosed by the the Air Force uh, chief of security at Edwards. And um, right. I also made contact with Lockheed Martin and Skunk Works and they recorded my call in their legal office about coming into contact with their flying saucer tech. And um, you know what I was thinking about adding to this conversation about government bases being controlled by UFOs is that they're not always piloted by humans or other beings. They're right. also piloted by artificial intelligence. And right. so, um, you know, if an artificial intelligence database shows, you know, 
it's good to shut down this government base for its own security, the flying saucer's own security. You know, you're going to have to deal with those science fiction stories of artificial intelligence uh, going against humans, like in Terminator, Judgment right. Day, uh, where uh, the AI system just totally turns on Earth and destroys humans. You know, I think wow. I think what's important in um, situations like this, is, forgive my interjection, is that, you know, the intention we put behind things. And I understand that there is, you know, the balance between, you know, you're, you're good and you're not so good. But the intention that we put behind technology is really key because that's what builds the momentum for what actually it creates. Bernadette, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, when I was uh, promoting this technology, it wasn't to fly a flying saucer, even though it's the electrical propulsion system that does fly the saucers. It was a, it was a particle accelerator with that, when placed on the ISS, International Space Station, could send one gram particles to Mars in four minutes and actually destroy an asteroid within six because it reaches near the speed of light. This electrical propulsion that flies flying saucers also has the ability to accelerate uh, dielectric material. It's a material that works with electricity to store uh-huh. it and to move it and to uh, exchange the positive and negative charges um, within this material that electricity uh, stays within it. It's a self-sustained particle in the vacuum, the vacuum of space exchanging. It ionizes. It goes from the electrons that are wrapped around the, the material uh, emit positive ions, and it's like a capacitor, like a, a, a battery charger, just constantly uh-huh. flowing the electricity through itself because it's staying within the, the material. And the vacuum of deep space has something to do with it. It's a mystery of how, oh, yeah, how, how this electricity stays within the particle and it's self-sustaining and accelerates the particle so quick, so quick to near the speed of light that um, the impact of one gram is equivalent to 10,000 tons of TNT. Um, so this is that's that's kind of what this technology that flies flying saucers is capable of. We have synergies. The the technology that's electrical propulsion to fly the saucers also works as a particle accelerator, and right. it also works as a teleporting machine. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they tapped into time travel with it too. Uh, just you know how these flying saucers fly so quickly, and they they've been said to disappear and teleport. Um, you know it's the acceleration. It's the propulsion system, it's the defense system, all in one. These these things are are carrying multi capacity. Uh, their 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 uh, their capacity to do things is is a synergy. This this technology is a defense system. It's a it's a flying system, and it's an accelerator and a teleporter. So it's all jam packed into one. And you know uh, humans don't keep track. Of, of these phenomenon too well. We see something teleport in right. front of us, and we can't even begin to think or imagine that that just happened because it's impossible to our mind. And right. we stop we stop thinking about it all of a sudden, and right. it just it lose we lose track of these things. But an artificial intelligence can can tra- track these uh, phenomenon that it demonstrates if it teleports, if it if it accelerates near the speed of light, if it if it even time travels. A computer right. can can objectively uh, tabulate these these on record and uh, make judgments on what it needs to do next uh, better than humans, I'd say, because we let things pass by us all the time because we think it's impossible, and we don't even give another thought or begin to imagine uh, the the uh, consequences. We don't expand our minds. Yeah, it just it escapes us. It escapes us, and it's so easily it so easily escapes us that. Um, we're not engaging with each other now. You know, we can't, we are, we have to engage with each other. And that, in, and so back to that intention, I wanted to let you know that yeah, our, our tech, our technology, Bernadette, was uh, meant to protect the planet from near-Earth mm-hmm. object impacts. And so going up to the government, I had this uh, heroic type of image in my mind or imagination of protecting the planet and being able to prevent the disaster that the dinosaurs faced. Uh, from an asteroid collision with Earth. And like you said, that intention with the technology behind it to teleport, to time travel, to travel through the stars, it's the intention 
that uh, the United States government has to figure out because we're certainly not doing much with it. it. It's only kept in secret bases and for a very, very few number of people to fly them. Um, you know, the intention doesn't seem to be so well fit for the public. Inter- very, inter- very interesting. And what I was going to break in was there was a story in uh, this week's Globe, which is a, uh, what they call a trash magazine. And there's two things that I talked about. But we'll first talk about the UFO bases found on the moon. That not that interesting? The space invaders have built UFO bases on the moon and are studying Earth's defenses before launching an all-out attack. The shocking charge from top scientists and UFO investigators who claim our planet's governments include officials of America's National Aeronautics and Space Administration, which is called NASA, know all about the disturbing plot and, and are keeping things quiet to avoid mass uh, panic. This is a very scary stuff. A government UFO expert who asked not to be publicly identified. Tells oh, I was going to ask. I wonder who this was because you get the right person talking about the space space base on the moon, and uh, there's no denying it. There's a 250 right. square mile uh, base on the moon, and it's uh, probably meant for the UFOs, the flying saucers, in uh, the fleet that we do have. Well, what what they say, let me continue, and then we'll, and this is what you're saying. This is a very scary stuff, a government uh, UFO expert who asked not to be publicly identified, uh, tells Globe for decades the military has kept the truth about alien spacecraft under wraps, but they're, but they're finally gone public because the UFO encounters are becoming more frequently and more brazen. So there, there's an answer for what's happening right now. And, of course, in May, U.S. government finally confirmed after decades of denial it has thick dossiers, documented run-ins with things from outer space, gun, gun images of UFOs taken by U.S. Navy pilots off America's East Coast, which were also released along with testimony by military flyboys detailing the amazing 3,500-mile-per-hour uh, uh, speeds and aer- aerobatics of the strange craft. Isn't that interesting? It's we very told, interesting. And we're, and we're going to be seeing a lot more of the stats. We're going to be seeing a lot more interaction with our celestial beings because right now as we're going through our ascension process and the energies of our planet are elevating, right. um, we have... Um, Transitions from right. dimensional reality into the fourth dimensional reality, which use the um, borders and boundaries of what we are familiar with, which uh-huh. is why many of us are losing track on our timelines, and we are crossing timelines and we're crossing dimensions, and we're just seeing things and experiencing things that we haven't experienced before, and coming into contact, um, having visuals of, you know, beings from other planets, other galaxies are all part of it. So we are going to be seeing more action. I agree with you, Bernadette, that we're going to see more action. We're also going to see more action, Cameron and Bernadette, because uh, the Air Force thought, this is the words of the Chief of Security, he thought that they had all the parts to the flying saucer under control. But when I came out with the company, he realized that one of the pieces, the electrical propulsion system to the craft, was out there stolen. So it's wow. the scientists. Yeah, we, Mr. Berg, the diplomat of Los Angeles, committed theft. He worked for the United States Army. He was a colonel. And he, they asked him while he was a colonel to come up with this technology, and then he took it on his own to sell it and license it. So he committed theft when he when we were promoting the business. We were dealing with stolen, reverse-engineered flying saucer technology in public for the first time, the private sector. So we're going to see more of it because people, it's called the Brotherhood of Steel. It's an right. army base in Mariposa 
And they were families in the Army base in Mariposa that were committed to stealing uh, weapons from the government uh, to keep them in safe hands so they would never be misused. And that's exactly what Mr. Berg was doing, was taking it and keeping it in his own good hands and bringing it out at a time when he, he needed. He said, Danny, all we do is need to get it out there. We need everybody to know this. So the, base, the minimal information about disclosure um, is out there with this technology because when you look at it, there's no other way around um, the patent that he created in 1972 um, being uh, electrical propulsion at, its, at, the, at the root of it. Uh, Mr. Berg was contracted by the Army when they were uh-huh. doing away with glass. Yeah, they were doing away with glass lenses at the time, and they asked him to uh, make hard plastic, and he made the surface of the plastic lenses like diamond, and he shielded Apollo missions 1 through 8 uh, windows to protect them from the cosmic rays, and he, he coated the first uh, lens to take a picture of Mars on the satellite reconnaissance mission to Mars, and um, was getting 360-degree views of the explosions happening at Edwards Air Force Base with these diamond-like surface lenses that were created on a soft substrate of silica. And so in the laboratory, he was sending particles to find Einstein uh, through a, a vacuum chamber um, with uh, 444 amps of electricity out of the laser gun. These slugs would defy gravity in the vacuum and go upward um, through the, the unknown force of the vacuum and the electricity and the dielectric material. He, they were defying Einstein every day in the laboratory, and the secret process government never came and take a look at what kind of secrets are, are becoming a manifest in the public for a, another synergy to implant uh, its, 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 its smallest use. It can implant uh, the hard surface on the soft substrate to make lenses, and it was used throughout the world. So that's another thing that we're going to see more of. We're going to see how this technology is lower. It's lowered down to a level where we can actually use it in the, in the, in the private sector companies, for cosmetics, for for windows, for for shielding, uh, we're seeing this technology being used for everyday common use right now, and it's and it's beyond the 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 government's uh, ability to keep it under control because the person that goes out there with this technology, Mr. Berg, is using it on so many different levels. Uh, uh, this technology is useful on Earth and in space. And so I, I Bernadette, I believe we're going to definitely see more of some of the things that we've been using day to day on our daily lives, uh, actually finding out that what, what created our products was extraterrestrial as well. Right. right. Well, you know, we are, we do tap in through our advancement. I mean, we're not, we're not alone. We experience, we've experienced, you know, even through meditation and, and, you know, visions and dreams and all of those things. Those are, that's contact with, you know, uh, I, I don't want to use the term superior beings, but in fact, superior beings, <laughs> you know, giving us downloads or even aspects of our own self. It can't be stopped. It, it's impossible to halt this from happening because it's just a part of where we are all going. Right, and and it's part of how we got here as well. Exactly. So we can't take away from it. No, and, and, yeah, so they can make it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm listening to you guys. As we... As, as we come together collectively and we begin to uh, energetically put our attention in the same direction, right? working together in harmony, using our skills as, we, as independent and unique as we are, we all have a piece of the puzzle, the greatest puzzle, and the less attention we give to peripheral stuff as time to hold us back and you know, deny us the advancement that is inevitably taking place, and the more that we focus on just our advancement and, you know, connection and um, each other, that's the more of what we're going to experience. <laughs> you know, 
tapping into the extraterrestrials and just part of it. And it's very exciting. Right. When it's in Bernadette, I was going to comment. I think that when it's in the hands of just a few people, the public wants to have it too. And right. the public of the United States of America is not the enemy of the state. And because no. just because the public says, can I give me a chance to hold on to this technology and take it to you, I want to be able to have part of this. Um, it makes it very, very much... Uh, <coughs> Uh, a conflict, it, it, the public gives rise to conflict when it's being done because everybody wants to be able to have their hands on this and take it to the government and say, please use this and make our world a better place. And it's just right. a simple, like you said, intention, that the intention is for good, and it's very easy to see that how much good this technology can make the world a better place. Um, we, would, we would be doing away with so many uh, toxic fuels, we would do away with, with fossil fuels, um, our, our planet would be healthy again. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so when you have one or two people going to the government, um, it's, it makes it difficult because it's a job. It's a job that requires right. business planning and proposals and me- making proposals get to the very top so you, you have to have those top people look at these proposals with this technology, <clears throat> else it's just going to be ignored. And until and, and so it's we really can't have everybody doing it, but we can let the public know that our intention is disclosure. Our intention to have corporations <laughs> that have technology is for disclosure alone, because government already has this technology and it's just keeping it a secret. And right. as we as we strengthen that intention, we are going uh, to through that intention. <laughs> And, and that's where, where we're going right now. I mean, I know that our, uh, our government is, is a little uh, afraid right now, but we have okay, here I am. that are in the upcoming right now that are a part of that um, awareness and the collective <coughs> consciousness, right? So that's why us, people like you, Gary, and me, and Thomas, and our attention towards what we desire. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Is benefiting everybody because it's not going to bring the changes that are necessary for the change. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what I was going to uh, say to everyone is, as you're talking about, there, we just got a flyer on the International UFO Congress. And this year's going to be September 4th to the 8th in Phoenix. And I think it's going to be, uh, let's see, the hotel. Cameron, I might be able to go with you. I'd love to be yeah, able to go with you. I think we'll be able to go. Maybe uh, great. Maybe Bernadette will go with us. That would be great. It's going to be, yes. at, the, it's be at the Sheridan Grand Phoenix. And this is the that would be time. wonderful. We, we could all share a room. <laughs> right, on, right, right. Oh, you want your own room, Bernadette? But Cameron and I, I, I can share a room. We'll we'll give you respect in your own. We'll give you privacy. There you go. Anyway, they're going to have it there. Uh, like I said, the dates looks like uh, September fourth to the eighth. We're going to find out more about it as the year goes by. And it looks like a nice event. And Phoenix is that's a good time to go to Phoenix because the. Awesome. Uh, Weather, well, the weather is not as hot that time that time frame, so it's not as bad. And then uh, they're gonna have a lot of good speakers. They're gonna have uh, uh, people. They're gonna have the cock, you know they like cocktail bars and <laughs> all that. Okay, so that sounds good. Richard Dolan, <laughs> who I got to meet. <laughs> I got to meet Richard Dolan, and I have a funny story. And I think I told Bernadette the story, but we were at uh, the. Uh, you know, the uh, casino, and uh, it was in Lake Las Vegas. So Richard Dolan comes in late, and the guy goes, well, a guy named Richard Dolan wants chairs. I go, you get chairs for Richard Dolan. Richard Dolan's one of the uh, main guys of the UFOs. Wow, spoke what an him. honor. Yeah, he came. and, uh, and Congratulations. Then, you know, yeah, I was able to see him. And this was going to have all the, all the hoo-hoo's. 
of the of the thing. And I want to also talk to Upars. And I didn't know they had a meeting last week, but we'll catch up to them. We're we're slowly but surely going to try to catch up to Upars and go to their meetings. One other thing I mentioned: you were gone, gone, uh, uh, Bernadette, because people were trying, were listening, and I guess slowly they got cut off. So go ahead, explain what you were talking about. I'm I'm sorry. What do we what what? Oh, you were talking <laughs> about something with uh, uh, with Mr. Cruz, and then it suddenly got knocked out. Yeah, it got cut off a little bit, Bernadette. I thought you might be able to tell, but I wasn't sure if you can you could hear yourself on your end. Oh, no, I didn't realize. Um, okay, well, we've yeah, got a ahead. lot of stuff, so which part? <laughs> oh, yes. I think, Danny, we're talking about a certain elements of, uh, uh, oh, God, I've got, I'm trying to remember. We talked about the, the oh, having the, the different elements of different synergies of technology being used at, day-to-day daily products that we use in our, our homes or that we see in uh, our modern space uh, agencies right now, NASA, and the Apollo right. 1 through 8 and the lenses through the sat- that are used on the satellites, uh, lenses that are here to look at the explosions and understand how explosives work. Um, all this is made from extraterrestrial technology. The propulsion system that uh, right. allows flying saucers to fly does so many things for our planet already that we're intertwined with it. It's one of the reasons why we have so many things we have today that we use in our households or that we're right. thankful that our government has to use so we can learn. Right. So well, there's no turning back. Well, the thing, the, like you said, we're, we're learning from all this technology and all these different things that are going on, you know. So a lot of good things happening, you know. Very Cameron. Yeah. Cameron, I want to let you know there's another interesting subject based on uh, UFO control over government bases. I sent in another Freedom of Information Act request, uh, FOIA, to the CIA, and I asked about Mr. Berg. He's a diplomat of Los Angeles. He also worked for the CIA for five years. He told me this while I was working for him. And I asked um, if he was ever considered a foreign threat. Uh, One time I was talking to him. And I asked him, I said, are you, I just flat, flat out asked him, I said, are you a Nazi? And the response I got on a text was just one word, good. And I think That's that great. he may have, I think he may have pointed a little bit of a, a, a sign post to the technology being Nazi technology. That's and, interesting. Uh, yes. And so, like, I asked, I asked him, I said, was he ever considered a foreign threat? And was America actually at war with him because he just stole this uh, technology and started creating patents and making everyday items available to the, the private sectors for, for the military defense system and for uh, even uh, uh, the public sector. You have the, private, the public corporations like that do cosmetology. He was making, making things for uh, cosmetics with right. this technology. So all the way from lenses and and understanding explosives to windows and coatings, uh, protective coatings, and on film, film has has uh, come a long way with protective coating. And right. the protective coatings that, that where this comes from is no other than extraterrestrial electrical propulsion systems in the laboratory. Right. And they're only working it on they're using it only on Earth instead of space right now. But they're but it's equally uh, more useful. And it has greater potential in space instead of just a laboratory when it has the full deep deep space vacuum of of the cosmos uh, to unleash itself in and have room to get full capacity. Uh, uh-huh. These things, you know, we, we use it at such a minimum capacity here on Earth, maybe 1%. But when you get up to having distances to travel, like from the ISS to Mars, for instance, with one gram of the dielectric material it would be equivalent to 10,000 tons because it could reach nearly 86% of the speed of light within four minutes and create an impact that could, that could terrain, that could create the terrain of Mars. We could carve right. Mars open with that type of technology and prepare to, uh, make agriculture or homes, you know, like establish a, uh, breaking, you know, we use the, the term breaking earth 
for construction. It would be actually breaking Mars for construction, yeah, breaking true. the ground for Mars and uh, for protecting us. So we use a little one percentile here of this technology right now on Earth, and it gets us so many things uh, distributed throughout the economy and the uh-huh. marketplace. And uh, we just need it in space now. Right. You know, we need the full potential to be unleashed in space, and our whole civilization will be changed. So that's true. That Hopefully it true. happens soon, because we're already using it right now on the planet. And uh, once we start switching it into space, um, I think that our world will be uh, set for a, a great evolution of something that we've never seen before. We can all be in anticipation right now for that that's fulfillment. That's true. Well, that's interesting what you're saying because who would ever think, you know, we were even growing up, you know, as I face the 60 number, that a lot of the people are becoming so open to UFOs, to UFO technology. I had never thought in my day that the world would be open, you know, because we lived in that yeah. type of world. But now everything's well, getting. Very open, you know? Yes. People, people yes. are kind beginning of to... People are oh, yeah. beginning to see things on a whole new level now because well, you know, they I noticed, don't have a choice. Well, you know what I noticed? Even during the presidential campaign, the 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 uh, Secret Service were changing shapes, cha- shape changers, and we never <laughs> seen it as open as that. You know, Obama, there was a couple things that were open, but not like it is now. It's very open, you know. So what we're going to tell people is you, we want you to attend Bernadette's, of course, seminar coming up Woo-hoo! in July. Congratulations yeah, again, pretty... Bernadette. What's that? Congratulations on your seminar. Thank you. Thank That's you very much. Hopefully you guys will make it. Yeah, I, I hope like so, come. too. I'd like to come to see, uh, see the seminar, relax in and, and Austin and Austin. I've been told it's like Berkeley, <laughs> Berkeley, California. So it's like oh, Berkeley. very liberal. Yeah, well, no, it's it's in Texas. A lot of new thinkers are coming from Austin. You know that? A lot of new thinkers are coming from Austin. Now, oh, anyone yeah. like to share anything? Anyone see a, a UFO? I seen a UFO as I was going um, past Palmdale, and it was uh, it was it was a light beam. That was uh, over, uh, I don't know if it was over Edwards, but near there. And I noticed it was in the sky for about maybe a minute or two. Then it was gone. Okay. Wow. It was gone. And that what was color was it? Week. It was silver, like silver. And then okay. It was in the sky for, I would say, maybe at least 15, 20 minutes. Then suddenly disappeared. I have a latest sighting. My latest sighting of a UFO was on September 3rd of 2018, and it was a V-shaped. It was a V-shaped flying object, and it was black, and it had a pointed, pointed tips. I noticed. I I know it wasn't the curved type of triangle shape that some people see, but it was the more pointed kind, and it was flying over Ontario, California, around 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh Yeah. So I had my eyes up in the sky. Well, I was walking outside, and I come across. It, it was coming across, going westbound, and okay. it was it was about uh, as high as the plane is when it comes in for landing. Oh, wow. I got a good look at it. Yeah, when you come when it when a plane is about ready for landing, it's pretty high up there, but still close enough to the ground to get a visual wow. on the shape. That's interesting because you know I've I've seen similar, but not like that. But we're we're almost running out of time, but. It's, it, each show is becoming great. The people are learning, and they like what we're talking about, and and we're going to do some more. So, Cameron, Cameron, the time is, yeah, Cameron. Let me give the website of Deep Space Particle Accelerator Corporation. We're no longer uh, trying to license the technology. Mr. Berg, the president of the company, died, and he just wanted right. this to be known to the public. So, I want our listeners to go ahead and take a look at the website. It's www. Okay. Deep spelt out D E E P space S P A C E P A C dot com. That stands for Deep Space Particle Accelerator Corporation. And you can read the white paper. It's registered with the National Reconnaissance Office. It was validated and in the white paper library of the National Reconnaissance Office for federal agencies to take a look at. And um, 
I think our, our listeners might get a lot of interest in knowing about uh, Mr. Berg himself and his, his occupation as diplomat of Los Angeles with the sister city of China and uh, him as a scientist and what he created and the patents on there. And it's an electrical propulsion system that we were talking about and the history's there. And uh, I feel free to look at it and enjoy the website. It, it was created by, by me. And I hope you enjoy uh, looking at some extraterrestrial reverse engineered technology for the private sector. Wow. Awesome. That's cool. That's, That's cool exciting. stuff. That's exciting. Anyway, uh, we'll let you know. Um, of course, Bernadette will let us know about what's happening. And then we are going to um, let you know about other events going on. So we are your UFO station at BBS Radio. And if you have any suggestions, uh, you know, email me at cdatsker123 uh, at Yahoo. And please be free, you know, to call us um, on, you know, on the uh, uh, phone is uh, 323-744-4831. Well, guys, what a show. I want to thank It was everyone. a good show. I want to thank everyone from, from the Bay Area, from L.A., from Austin, from all over the world. So thank you very much. And next week we have a great show. And have a very good weekend. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you guys. From LA. Bye, guys. Good Bye, Bernadette. Bye, Cameron. Good Thank night. you. Bye. Thanks. Good night. Bye. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye.